Today, answers matter more than ever before. That's why IBM is helping businesses manage customer questions with Watson Assistant. It's conversational AI designed to work for any industry. Let's put smart to work. Visit ibm.com slash Watson Assistant. Huge injury news in the NFL. Deshaun Watson done for the season. Adam Schefter is in studio with the latest. What do the Texans do now? Andrew Luck also done for the season. Is it already time for the Colts to start thinking about life after their franchise quarterback? Now, life is certainly pretty good for the world champion Houston Astros right now. But is last night's championship the first of many to come? Good news, America. You're about to be rewarded with the best 60 minutes of your day. We've got a lot of ground to cover today, so let's not delay at all. By far, the biggest story of the day is Deshaun Watson. phenomenal rookie season is over after six starts and 19 touchdown passes. As first reported by NFL Network and confirmed by Adam Schefter, the Texans rookie and the league leader in total QBR suffered a torn ACL running a routine read option in practice today. Now, we first got word that something was wrong when Watson appeared on the Texans injury report as a limited participant in Thursday's practice with a knee injury. John McClain of the Houston Chronicle initially reported it to be a sore knee, and it was thought to be not serious enough to keep him out of the Colts game. But further examination and tests on site revealed that the non-contact injury resulted in a tear. Tom Savage finished practice and is back as the Texans' starting QB. Adam Schefter, what more can you add? Obviously a devastating blow to a city that now in the span of 24 hours celebrated his first World Series championship and now loses the quarterback who was leading the NFL in touchdown passes, who had brought a jolt of energy to the NFL, who had provided a distraction in a year where the NFL needed one. A player who not only was competing for the NFL Offensive Rookie of the Year, but also, I think you can make the argument, could have been the MVP. He was so big time that primetime Deion Sanders said it was his MVP just today. So there you go. And we've got a player here who went out to practice and about halfway through that practice today goes down. There was no yell that he let out. There was no audible gasp amongst the rest of the players. This wasn't Teddy Bridgewater. This was not Teddy Bridgewater. The trainers came over. They walked him off the field. Nobody thought this was what it turned out to be at the time. They did studies right on the spot. The ACL tear was confirmed. He's being placed on injured reserve. He's out for the year. They're signing Matt McGloin, the former Raiders quarterback. And state connection with Bill O'Brien. And state connection. And now Tom Savage goes back to starting yeah. on Sunday against the Colts. And when you watch Deshaun Watson play on Sunday against Seattle, yeah. it seemed like such a long time ago that Tom Savage was ever the Houston Texans starting quarterback. Yep. And now he's back there because Deshaun Watson has suffered arguably the most devastating injury this NFL season. Well, to that, to that point, and, and just a couple of days ago, you had Richard Sherman saying by next year, Watson was going to be a top five quarterback. And now Richard Sherman and a lot of players are reacting uh, with a lot of sympathy and a lot of sadness around the league, which we'll show you in a moment. But you mentioned, Adam, just can you recall a more negative NFL season when it comes to initially quality of games, uh, the ongoing anthem demonstration controversy, controversy and, and, and disagreement as it relates to the job that the commissioner is doing. There's labor peace, but far from peace around the league. And that's just off the field for the most part. On the field, I mentioned quality of games. And, 
You know, when I was young, I used to play Madden NFL on PlayStation and, and like to franchise mode. I wish I could hit the reset button on this season. Joe Thomas for the first time in his career. David Johnson. Eric Berry again. Andrew Luck, who we'll talk about in a second. He's on IR. Uh, Jason Peters and Darren Sproles for the 8-1 Philadelphia Eagles. Odell Beckham Jr. Aaron Rodgers. Julian Edelman just coming off one of the greatest catches in Super Bowl history. J.J. Watt and now Deshaun Watson in Houston. Another dynamic rookie, Dalvin Cook. The number of injuries that the league has seen this season. I just wish there were such a thing in real life as a reset button that I could just press right now and start this season over. It just keeps getting worse. You you said... Has there been a season like this? And I would say 2014, during all the domestic violence incidents, yeah. was as bad, if not worse, mm-hmm. than this. But, but at least you didn't have the quality of game conversation going on. And I don't remember ratings being so prominent in the discussions as well. But you're taking young stars that people want to watch, mm-hmm. and you're wiping them out. And they're not there to watch. Yep. And I know that the one thing that owners really worry about is losing quarterbacks and losing ratings. Now, we could argue about why ratings are down and debate that all day long. The fact of the matter is injuries to quarterbacks have a direct correlation on ratings. But beyond that, you feel sick, Mm -hmm. sick for this young man Mm -hmm. who basically represented so much of what was good in a season that had gone bad. We saw him giving his first game check to the workers in the Houston cafeteria to help rebuild their lives after Hurricane Harvey. We saw what he's meant, the way that he conducted himself, the manner he handled himself. And to see somebody like that wiped out for this year mm. is just devastating. And off the top, they, they're just celebrating, coming off of Hurricane Harvey, right. just celebrating the, the, that city's first World Series. The team, I don't think the Astros have arrived back in Houston yet. They should be arriving maybe within the hour or less. And now the news that their future Pro Bowl MVP quarterback Done for the year. Had 19 touchdown passes when the rookie record is 26, Jamel. Yeah, I mean, for, in terms of a sports story, what was happening in that city was pretty unbelievable. Yeah. Between the Astros, the Rockets, mm-hmm. getting Chris Paul, and then now you have this. So just a major setback uh, for the team and for the city. Okay, now let's recap how dynamic Deshaun Watson has been for the Texans this season. It all started in the season opener when Watson replaced Tom Savage to start the second half. He led the Texans down the field for a score on his first drive. He got his first start. The next game against the Bengals on Thursday night. Uh, He scored the only touchdown of the game on a 40-yard, 49-yard run, excuse me, leading the Texans to a win. And before, it was clear the Texans had found their franchise guy. Watson accounted for five scores in a 57-14 win over the Titans as he became the third rookie in NFL history with four passing touchdowns and one rushing touchdown in a game. And last week against Seattle in what might have been the most entertaining game of the season, he was the first player in NFL history with 400 passing yards, uh, four passing touchdowns, and 50 rushing yards in a game. A unbelievable talent. Uh, thank you for joining us, uh, Teddy Bruschi. The text, oh. I mean, they've already lost to J.J. Watt. You're just sick to your stomach, right? I, I know. Now I they am. lose their franchise quarterback. As a player, if you're in that locker room seeing two of your best players go down, how are you feeling right now about this season, uh, the mood around the team? Give us some insight. Everything in your mind tonight, you know, as you go to bed and you think about the season, you'll be – you know, you'll have a little bit of that, what was me, initially, initially, why us? I mean, this is we, just when, you, but it's just that you know what it looked like and you know what it could be from the offensive side of the ball when you have somebody like Deshaun Watson scoring 30 points a game for you. Defensively, offensively, everybody just feels energized. Mm-hmm. 
So I'll say this. I mean, it's okay for the players to feel that way tonight, but I, tomorrow morning's meeting for Bill O'Brien, it's crucial. It's crucial how he handles it. It's crucial what he says to them. He should read the list that you just read of right. all the other players and say, it's, it's not just us. Season doesn't stop. It's right. not just us. The season nobody's going to feel sorry for you. He needs to say that. the standings in the AFC South, how everybody's mm-hmm. still close right there and how everything. These other teams, they're getting hurt also. Everybody along the league, those are big names you're talking about, yes, but he has got to rally these troops with what he says tomorrow. As lo- the players, it may take them a little while, but as long as they don't look towards those coaches yeah. and those coaches don't look like they feel the same way because yeah. they, they have to come out with a lot of energy tomorrow to these players and prove to them that they're still in it to and, and just specifically for this particular franchise, we talked about Houston and the community of Houston off of Hurricane Harvey and what the Astros just did and what the Rockets could do. Just specifically for this franchise, right, to have come off a week where the latest installment of the anthem demonstration controversy started with their owner's comments about not letting the inmates uh, run the prison in an NFL meeting about the anthem demonstrations. You have players collectively taking a knee when they hadn't done that out of respect for Bob McNair. Then Dwayne Brown, who was holding out, he is traded. That's one of their most beloved players. One of the most beloved players, Pro Bowl left tackle. He's traded to Seattle on Tuesday. He had been outspoken about Bob McNair. You just lost a tough game at Seattle, and now already, you know, with apologies to J.J. White, who's on IR, right alongside him, already one of the faces of your franchise, is out for the season. So he better be one hell of a speech giver for my Bill O'Brien. That's snowball. What he's dealing with right now and now this. When it rains, it definitely pours. He's got an avalanche, not just a little snowball going downhill, but – I mean, I remember losing the Super Bowl to the New York Giants. We're 18 and one. We lose it. We're, we, we, we're 18 and 0. We lose it. We're 18 and one. Next year, opening game, Tom Brady goes down. Yeah. The mental toughness of a player in the NFL is constantly tested, and even more so this year, and probably even more so than any other team with the Houston Texans yeah. and everything they've been going through. So. Their mental toughness is, 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 is on test. Whitley Merciless as well. It's another Texan uh, you can't ignore. So yeah. one of the signature or one of the definitive images, I guess, was I think it was after the Tennessee game. I don't remember which game, but Deshaun Watson showed up to the podium wearing a throwback Warren Moon jersey. Yeah, and uh, Warren Moon, uh, we have a tweet from him. We also have him on, on the phone. He's uh, about to join us. But first, uh, let's look at what he tweeted. My heart goes out to Deshaun Watson on the news of injuring his ACL. Adversity is part of football. You will conquer it big time. Uh, and now joining us on the phone, Warren Moon, as you mentioned, Mike, one of the most celebrated figures in Houston history. Uh, Warren, just give us your reaction to this devastating injury news involving Deshaun Watson. Yeah, Jamel, I was com- completely shocked and uh, just really sick about it. You know, it, what a bittersweet day for the city of Houston. You you win the World Series last night. Everybody's excited. And then all of a sudden you lose the future of your uh, your football team, Deshaun Watson, who's having one of the outstanding seasons of any quarterback in the league uh, to an injury in practice. And it's just something that you just don't think is going to happen to a player of his caliber, a young guy, uh, especially to have it happen in practice. But uh, that's the reality of it. And he's going to have to deal with it. The the city's going to have to deal with it. The team is going to have to deal with it. But knowing Deshaun, and I haven't known him a long time, but what I know about him, he's going to conquer this as well as anybody. He's going to attack it, and he's going to get himself back and ready to play again. But but what a devastating blow to this football team. Yeah, no, anybody knows his story, and, and he, he and his, his mother were blessed with a house from Warwick Dunn's uh, foundation. Character is certainly not an issue for Deshaun Watson, who has torn an ACL before, tore it uh, in Clemson. So we know what he's made of. 
uh, inside. Uh, but what would you tell? We just heard Teddy Bruschi talking about how the rest of that team has to carry on now, having lost J.J. Watt, Whitley Merciless, and now Deshaun Watson. Uh, what would you say to the rest of that team and how it's rallying around a guy in Tom Savage who got a half before he was benched for this uh, this uh, hotshot rookie? Yeah, you know, everybody's going to have the mentality of that next man up uh, mentality. The next guy has got to got to perform, but uh, this team has to feel like they're a little bit snake bitten because of the number of uh, talented players that have gone down on their football team this year. But they have no choice but to rally the troops and get all the support they possibly can around Tom Savage. He's their guy now, and they're going to have to make things uh, work for him. And I think Bill O'Brien's going to have to change some of the things he does offensively because he can't do some of the things he did with Deshaun for Tom Savage and going to have to protect him a little bit better. And, and Tom's going to have to understand he's got to get rid of the football. He can't sit in the pocket uh, like he used to and and uh, have a clock in his head. So there's a lot of things that have to be adjusted in a very short period of time for the for the Houston Texans, but hopefully they can get it all turned around. All right, uh, Warren, we appreciate the time and uh, certainly look forward to a uh, speedy recovery for Desha- Deshaun Watson and his ability to come back and carry on the legacy of uh, Houston quarterbacks. We appreciate uh, it. As, uh, we've, all right, thanks for having me on. Thank you. As we've been saying all show, this has been a huge story. But not just in the NFL, all around the sports world. You see LeBron James tweeting there. This seriously just made me sad, man. Get well and stronger ASAP. Vic Beasley, prayers up for my bro. Come back stronger than ever. Also, Jalen Ramsey, uh, prayers up for little bro Deshaun Watson. Uh, God got you and has something big in store. Honey Badger, Tyran Matthew. He's torn on ACL. He's torn on ACL. So he's been through uh, what Deshaun Watson is, is about to go through. Uh, it's a long journey, but you're a champion. Never waver. And Adore Jackson also sending his prayers. A lot of prayers, a lot of blessings. A lot of people uh, just wishing this young man well. Now, and I'd like to point out, it, it, it transcended just the NFL. It's a crossover uh, to other leagues because, you know, even in the NBA, Gordon Hayward. Mm-hmm. It's just been it, this, this period that we're in with devastating injuries for uh, star athletes has just really, really been disappointing. A lot of devastating news to react to today, and especially with the injury involving Deshaun Watson. But we move on to another devastating injury in Andrew yeah, Luck. Texans aren't the only AFC South team with QB issues, as we all know. Andrew Luck has not and now will not play in 2017, having been placed on season in the injured reserve after undergoing surgery to repair a torn labrum on January 15th. Now, he sought more opinions this week on why his shoulder is not getting better two weeks after the team gave him a cortisone shot to help him with soreness. Coach GM Chris Ballard said the team has not heard from a single doctor that Luck's shoulder situation is career-ending. Doctors have told the Colts to have patience with the rehab process. Andrew Luck said, I wish I were better and 100% this season, but that's not the case. I know I'll be better from this. I know I'll be a better quarterback, teammate, person, and player from this, and I'm excited for the future. So he is optimistic. Now, uh, Luck's road to injured reserve started off with his offseason right shoulder surgery in January. This is after he threw for 4,240 yards and 31 touchdowns while completing a career high 63.5% of his passes in 2016. Now, Luck, who originally injured his right shoulder in week three of the 2015 season, he started this season on a 53-man roster but didn't practice with the team until October 4th for the first of two times since December 2016. Y'all got all that? Uh, He practiced two more times before he was shut down October 18th and given a cortisone shot uh, for soreness. Adam Schefter, what more can you tell us about the future of the Indianapolis Colts? I guess I wonder, because there's a lot of career conjecture going on as it relates to Andrew Luck. I think that's a little... Hold on one second. Hold on one oh, you second. got some? Oh, wait. Am I right or wrong? Okay. 
Okay. Yep. You got it. You got it. Thank you. Something else. Okay. We're good. But that was something that I figured might be something. Don't you can't. I mean, you just can't do that. Yeah, I just did. Well, clearly you can. It's not the first time, but that's kind of like you're kind of leaving us hanging there. Let's get back to what we're saying, Andrew Luck. Oh, Adam. Bottom line, okay, <laughs> sure. Okay, well, don't, you break it on somebody else's show. That's the last time you're going to concentrate. Anyway, no, just the career conjecture. Like, you know, this is not. This shouldn't have come as that great as a surprise. There was a lot of talk about whether or not the Colts should even think about bringing him back this year. Yeah. Now they made it official, putting him on IR. It doesn't sound like a degenerative condition. So I guess what I'm saying is why are people talking about the Colts needing to think about life beyond Andrew Luck right now? It seems like it's just a matter of him taking his time and getting well for next year. Is there more to it? Shoulders for quarterbacks Mm -hmm. are as important as arms are for pitchers. No doubt. And so there's a question. If you listen to people talk today about when he comes back, is he going to have the same velocity? How will he come back? When will he come back? Look, all we have to do is look at this year. They initially thought he would be ready for the start of preseason. That's what we were told. Right. He was not. Ready for the start of the season. Was not. Be ready at some point early in the season. Was not. We can go on and on. It keeps getting pushed back. Clearly, there is an issue with the shoulder. There has been a setback mm-hmm. somewhere along the way. We don't know right. what that setback entails. And when you're talking about a body part as valuable as the shoulder is to Andrew Luck, there is a question going forward. That's why I think people are wondering what the long-term all that ramifications are. Again, I, we don't know. What if he needs surgery again? I, I guess I guess it's fair. I, the same organization, Peyton Manning, and again, his velocity wasn't the same, but Peyton Manning had how many neck fusion surgeries? And not the same thing, and everybody's body is different. Joe Montana had a back and elbow. I guess I'm just saying, like, instead of and I get it. It's, it's, when you're talking about the shoulder, the right shoulder in particular, it's cause for concern. But to talk about his career being over, when they haven't been told that, it just seems a little premature, in my opinion. Well, we're That's not all. talking about his career being not over. Not you. Not you. But there was that sentiment that, oh, what's this mean for his no, future, I, I his think, career? I think the sense is that people are wondering mm-hmm. how he will respond and when he will be back. And we don't know the answers to those questions. Yep. Again, he was getting another opinion from Dr. Andrews after he had a setback in practice a couple of weeks ago after he did return. And so all the hope that had been there that he could return goes out the window pretty quickly, and now he's out for the year. So there are more questions. Well, how's he going to be back next year? We don't know right now. And then there's an even bigger question because, look, the Colts, they're not very good right now. Clearly they'll be in line to have a a top pick uh, in the draft. If you're them and you've just seen how you've gone from, as you said, supposed to be ready in preseason to now being out for the season, Mm -hmm. how much – Talk and chatter with a will there be about taking a quarterback in in the draft? That's well, what I mean. Okay. <laughs> but but I mean. that in, we were sitting on the set today of NFL Live, and I asked that question to Bill Polian, who once ran that franchise and ran it pretty well, well enough that he's in the Pro Football Hall of Fame today. And he said, if you're the Colts and you're in the first round and there's a quarterback there, you, you do have it. to consider a quarterback there. I'm not saying he's they're going to take quarterback. He's saying now it's in the discussion, and it's in the discussion, by the way. For a team that has holes right. at so many other positions. Even injury aside, it's never bad business to take a quarterback if that guy is the best guy on your board. But he's 28, seems to have his whole career ahead of him. But you're right. He's, look, out for the season, setback, shoulder, you add it all up, cause for concern and maybe now, a now contingency plan. No, I, I understood it. I just They're saying it's not career threatening. Nobody's told them that as of yet. We're not saying so it, it is or like it isn't. It feels like people have taken right. that leap. Not right. you. It feels like people have taken that leap. Well, elsewhere. again, they also said he'd be, be ready in the preseason. He's still not so. going to tell us who? No? 
Okay. We'll get it out of here. All right. We'll get it. <laughs> See you later. Thank you. Uh, Deshaun Watson's phenomenal rookie season over after six starts and 19 touchdown passes. Uh, again, first reported by NFL Network, confirmed by Adam Schefter. Uh, the rookie and the league leader in total QBR suffered a torn ACL running a read option in practice today. Uh, we first got word something was wrong when he appeared on the injury report. Turned out it wasn't as minor as a sore knee. Uh, Richard Sherman, who after the Seattle game on Sunday, said he would be right up there in the conversation with Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers as soon as next year, reacting to this devastating news. It's just un- unfortunate. It's terrible news. Um, you know, felt so, so terrible for him and his family. And, you know, he had such a bright future. He still has a bright future, but, you know, his rookie year is cut short. Probably had one of the best rookie months that, that anybody's had in a long time, so I'm sure he'll still be in the running for rookie of the year, but just not anything you want to hear. It just sucks that, you know, he doesn't get a chance to continue his season and finish it out. You know, it's just a freak accident, man, but it sucks. Rex Ryan is with us. Uh, we'll talk about Bill's Jets tonight's Thursday night game momentarily, but Rex, the top story, obviously, Deshaun Watson done for the year, and you know how hard it is to find a franchise quarterback. Texans finally have theirs. Uh, if you are Bill O'Brien, what are you saying to your team tonight and in tomorrow's team meeting? Well, you just got to move forward. I mean, you can't ignore the fact that you just lost, as you mentioned, a franchise quarterback. But, uh, you know, that young man is special. There's no doubt about it. He's overcome this injury before. And uh, and hopefully, you know, uh, he can overcome this injury. But, uh, you know, it was an interesting point. You know, Michael, you talk, you see Richard Sherman. That's the, the respect that this young man has already earned in, in the league. You know, uh, great players in the league – you know, they, they love and respect other great players. And that's what they see uh, with Deshaun Watson. But hopefully uh, he can get this thing going again. And, uh, and it's just a setback that's unfortunate that he won't play the rest of the year. But uh, the main thing is he's got such a bright future in front of him. And, and the organization's got to be smart with him. Now, uh, speaking of moving forward, Rex, uh, the Colts, they place Andrew Luck on injured reserve. He's out for the season as well. Uh, considering how this injury has gone from being uh, considered to be something he could come back from, would be there in the preseason, to now he's missing the entire season. If you're the Colts, how, how seriously are you considering, maybe in the next draft, taking a quarterback given everything that's gone on with Andrew Luck? Well, only the Colts know how serious this injury is. Obviously, it's not a good sign when they had to place him on injury reserve. Um, but I, obviously, Andrew Luck, if he is healthy, is, is a franchise quarterback, one of the premier quarterbacks in the league. So, you know, you got you to gotta see it, but only the Colts will know. And, uh, you know, they're, they're in good shape. I like Ballard as a, their GM there. You know, they'll, they'll do their due diligence, uh, like every team will with the quarterbacks. But... Um, I think you really have to be concerned now with this news, but really only the Colts team knows the severity of this injury. All right, let's get to tonight's game, Rex. A couple of your former teams going at it. Bills at Jets tonight. Uh, if they beat the Jets, the 6-2 and two Bills, they would have their best record uh, through eight games since the 93 season, which began 7-1. and one. Now, one big reason for 5-2 and two Buffalo's turnaround under Sean McDermott uh, is the Bills' NFL best plus 14 turnover margin this season. That's the best by any team through seven games since the 2005 Bengals. Uh, Bills have turned it over only three times this season. That's tied with the Chiefs for fewest in the NFL. And, Rex, they have just 15 turnovers since the start of last season. Fewest in, a, in the NFL during that span. So basically, they're just picking up 
uh, where you left off. But anyway, though, um, you know, you coached the Bills for two seasons right. before the arrival of Sean McDermott. Uh, what do you appreciate most uh, about how he's turned this team into a contender? Well, really, I think all the credit it goes right to Sean McDermott and his staff. But really, is the it was the direction of Terry Pagula. I think when you look at it, he had to make change. He knew that the uh, that the building wasn't all together, and he had to make a, you know drastic changes, and he did. Fired me, obviously. Uh, the GM followed me, and a lot of other people in the building. But right now, you see it. They got one voice, one direction. They're all going the same way with Sean McDermott, and he has done a phenomenal job. And quite honestly, it pains me a little bit because, you know, it's like, golly, he replaced me. But he has done a whale of a job. He's done the the job that I I wish I could have done. But uh, all credit uh, goes to him. But I tell you what, he is a special player, and I think the country will see that tonight if you tune into this game because Tyrod Taylor is a special player. He's kind of a combination of Alex Smith and Russell Wilson. You know, he's got the athleticism of those guys, and he's actually a tad faster than both those two guys. He's got a great head on his shoulders. He does not put the team in jeopardy, and I think that's it. And uh, what you notice, though, from this Bill team is they're turning the ball over. I mean, they're getting so many turnovers, uh, and that's obviously a, a, a great formula. You don't turn the ball over offensively, and you're getting takeaways on defense, and and they're doing a great job. Statistics are a little misleading. I think they're 29th in the league in pass defense. But I tell you what, they're, getting, they're keeping people out of the end zone. They're one of the top scoring defenses in the league. So if this you know, trend continues, they're obviously going to be in the playoffs. There and, you go. Uh, and we'll see what happens. Haven't yep. been in the playoffs since 1999, Rex. Now, we have a lot of fun here, as everybody does, with Bill's Mafia. And given how they behave during the regular season, <laughs> right. what will Buffalo and Bill's Mafia oh. be like if they make the playoffs? Everybody hides your tables. <laughs> it, it would be phenomenal. I tell you what would really be great, because this fan base is absolutely terrific. It's, they are so loyal to their football team, and, and they're so passionate about it. And it's just great that they're, they have a team now that, that they can really uh, be proud of. But if, I, I tell you it would be crazy if they actually host a playoff game. That's going to be – that'll be sick. They'll close down schools for a week. I don't think they'd have to host it. They'd act like they were yeah. hosting it. <laughs> still yeah, go break some tables and set New themselves England. on fire. I mean, until Tom Brady leaves, I still don't think they're going to host one. But, uh, but we'll see. I think it will be great. And obviously the whole town's got to be buzzing right now about their team. All right. All right well, Bill's you, just Rex. tonight. Rex Ryan, we appreciate the insight. Thank you, man. All right, we return to our top story. Deshaun Watson's phenomenal rookie season is over. As first reported by NFL Network and confirmed by Adam Schefter, the Texans rookie and the league leader in total QBR suffered a torn ACL running a read option in practice today. Initially, it was reported as just a sore knee and not considered to be serious, but obviously this has completely changed the Houston Texans season. Tom Savage, who Deshaun Watson replaced, in the first game of the season, in the second half, he is now the Texans' starting quarterback. And we go now to Josina Anderson, who joins us uh, for tonight's Bills-Jets game. We'll get to that in a second. But first, let's start with this Deshaun Watson injury. What are his teammates, uh, Watson's teammates, that is, what are they saying about the season-ending injury? 
Well, Jamel, I literally just talked to Texans cornerback Jonathan Joseph within the last half hour, just reacting to the news that his quarterback, the franchise leader, suffered a tear to his ACL. And he told me, this is crazy. This literally just ruined my day. He said, from everything I heard, it happened on a nondescript play. He said, I can't think of how many times we go out on the practice field, see him run plays like that all the time, and nothing happens. But he said, uh, by the time we got out of meetings, the buzz was going around the building that something serious had happened. And Joseph told me once I got into the training room, I saw him on the table literally icing his knee. And he said, I went up to him and said, listen, you have a bright future. You have so much promise. Do not let this bring you down. The most important thing is your health right now. And he said he was so stoic. But at the same time, Joseph said he knows that when Watson goes back home, he knows at some point it's going to kind of fall on him and definitely weigh on his heart. And also, real quick, I talked to another uh, Texans uh, defensive player who said that Watson was so stoic that when he walked out of the locker room, he didn't even realize that something uh, bad had happened. It wasn't until he got out of the locker room that he was told by another teammate. So definitely it's just something that is catching everybody off guard. And before the news came out from the Houston Chronicle, that the Texans were going to sign quarterback Matt McGloin as a backup. I asked uh, that same defensive player, uh, you know, who do you want as the backup? Do you think it should be a Kaepernick or RG3? And he said, literally, as far as Cap, I don't think it would be him because I don't think that uh, it would go there as far as this team doing that. But lastly, when I asked Jonathan Joseph the same question, he said, I just want them to sign the best player that the organization is confident in will help us as a team. All right, thank you, Josina. Stand by, we'll be right, yeah, we'll we'll, right back mm-hmm. uh, with a report on the game. So J.J. Watt, who's already on injured reserve, uh, he offered this week minor setback for a major comeback. Amen. Um, and J.J. Watt joins a, a long list of notable players who are out for the season, Coach Herm Edwards, Joe Thomas, David Johnson. Uh, we talked about Andrew Luck, Odell Beckham Jr., Aaron Rodgers, Julian Edelman, and now, you know, Deshaun Watson. Like, this, it had to... Had to hurt you to your heart when you heard this news, given what this kid not only means on the field but off the field. Well, I met the young man in the Under Armour game. He actually played the game when I, that I coached. So I've known him when he came out of high school before he went to Clemson. And obviously um, what he brings to the building is something you cannot identify. It's called it. It's called it. And when he walks in the building and the players watch him participate in practice, they say, that guy's got it. He gives you hope. Yeah. He gives this team and this organization hope in this sense. When you lose a J.J. Watt and you lose a Merciless and you go through the hurricane and you go through the situation that this club had to deal with last week with their owner. They, he galvanized all that. He goes to Seattle, plays in a place that's very difficult to play and has one of the best games a quarterback could have against another great quarterback uh, in Seattle. Mm-hmm. This is who he is. And you, that's gone now. Coach, just think about, just think about the, the circumstances under which he did that. Yes. Like, going into that game, all eyes were on, as usual, the anthem and the team's response to Bob McNair. And then he goes out and has maybe the game of the year dueling with Russell Wilson. And that became something of an afterthought. It's just like the league right now, from a business standpoint, now, now we, I'm setting aside what's more important than that, which is society. But just from a business bottom line yes. standpoint, another guy of that caliber 
on the sidelines for the year is the last thing they need right now. Like I was saying earlier, I wish this were a video game I could just hit the reset button on. Well, in sports, and we all are fans of sports, whatever sports we, we watch, and you guys watch everything, I watch everything as well, we like watching stars perform. Mm-hmm. Especially being born. When you right. watch a star being born. You're watching. You, yeah. you enjoy the – even if he's not on your team. Yep. Look, when, when Deshaun Watson goes down, there are, there, there are players that play in other sports that are reaching out to this young man. There are, there's a fan base, regardless if you like Houston or not, you're pulling for this guy. Mm-hmm. You just want to watch him play. I mean, that's what you call it. And the guy himself, just a yeah. great oh, person. Yeah. Oh, just a great person. his character exactly and, right. and everything great he story. stands for, the leader he yeah. is. It, it's just hard, uh, as you said, regardless of who your team is, exactly not to right. feel uh, for this young man exactly to go through right. this at this point in his NFL career. All right, let's get back to uh, tonight's Bills-Jets game, shall we? So, Bills at Jets tonight. Uh, Bills wide receivers have only 45 receptions this season, fewest in the NFL. Their running backs have 47 receptions. That makes them the only team in the NFL this season with more receptions by their running backs than their wide receivers. That's one big reason uh, why they made that big trade for Kelvin Benjamin at Tuesday's deadline, sending third and seventh round picks in the 2018 draft to the Carolina Panthers, where Doug McDermott, oh, Sean McDermott, excuse me, came from, so quite familiar with Calvin Benjamin. Jocena Anderson, we're quite familiar with you. She's in East Rutherford, of course. Uh, Jocena, how much, if at all, can we expect to see of Benjamin tonight? Michael, I'm going to run a little bit of an audible here on this question because okay. I just got a text from Odell Beckham Jr. He wanted me to say this to Deshaun Watson on the air, and it's coming in a little choppy, so I'm going to do my best to read it real quick. This is from Odell Beckham Jr. to Deshaun Watson, and it says, Lil' bruh, I know at this time things may be scary. Your first year in the league, running for MVP, trying to win a championship trying to get the spot you deserve to defy the odds, to do the things that they said that you can't. And it all gets taken away. Look back in life to when you faced adversity before. And he also said, uh, you know, as life goes on, you've gone through obstacles. They've come your way. You've got over them. Uh, Now life throws you bigger problems. But uh, just remember that, you know, these are things that uh, you've accomplished and that you deserve. And... uh, Definitely, life is still going to be good, kid. We live it. So I was doing my best to read those as they were coming in. <laughs> you did a good job. Uh, hey, listen, you know, that's our live television for you, but that was a message from Giants wide receiver Odell Beckham Jr. to quarterback Deshaun Watson, who, as we know, suffered an ACL tear. Now back to Kelvin Benjamin. He actually got to the stadium at about 6.15. He was on the last bus. Now, it's interesting because he's barely had an opportunity to catch his breath since he signed with his team barely 48 hours ago. I talked to players who said he did participate in the walkthrough, but more so through observation. So the big question, guys, is is he going to even play tonight? There was a lot of ambiguity. Uh, but remember, the offensive coordinator that the Bills have is uh, Rick Dennison. He does not have Mike Shula, who he's been obviously playing under with the Carolina Panthers. So it would be a lot to learn at the last minute. Um, I did get a text from a defensive source who told me he didn't think he was going to play. I'm literally waiting to see if he is on the field so that I can ask him for sure. But boy, that would be really last minute for him to get here, learn the playbook last minute, and join this team. And lastly, though, it is a good thing that they did sign him because the Bills wide receivers are last in receptions and in yards. So it certainly makes sense why they would try to augment uh, the production from the wide receiver group. Guys, back to you. 
You sure? I know. You got some more? Is that it? <laughs> you sure? Yeah, yeah. You, you, you sure? Yeah. Are you don't sure? Check your Let me check my phone. Because we don't have to go to break. <laughs> no. We're not off at 7. We don't seven. have sponsorships to pay off. No anything. World. It's all you So are you sure Listen, you don't have anything guys. else? Did anybody Listen, else send you a text? Right, hold on, hold Would you like on, to report on Andrew Luck as well? Denzel Washington said have a good show. Thank you. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Here is Deshaun Watson's college coach, Dabo Sweeney. He released it. In reaction to Deshaun Watson suffering a season-ending ACL tear, uh, he said, I talked to Deshaun late this afternoon, and we are disappointed, but he is a person who has had some setbacks in his life and always comes back stronger since he went through the rehab for a torn ACL before. He knows what it takes. All right, so we got Mike Golick and Mike Golick Jr. They are calling Navy Temple tonight uh, at 8 Eastern on ESPN. Gentlemen, we've been uh, reacting to the top story uh, Deshaun Watson's season-ending injury. Seniority first. Uh, Big Mike, your reaction? Well, listen, I mean, another kick to the gut for this Houston team that lost Watt and Merciless on the defensive side of the ball had seemed to come out all right with that. I know they're a losing record at 3-4, and four, but only one out of the division uh, lead, 1-1 one and one in the division. But now you lose Watson again, a guy who's just lit the league on fire. So you feel bad for him, but as we know, man, it's a business. The other teams don't care, and they got to go to practice tomorrow, and they got to play a game on Sunday. Next man steps in, and Tom Savage, they got to continue to try and get it done. But what a shame for a young player who's been having a magnificent year. And what a crushing blow for the league. I mean, just the way he had taken off as a yeah. young star in a league that's thirsty for young quarterbacks as we watch a lot of the old veterans start to turn the page. Him and Carson Wentz and a number of the other young players that step up had done so much for the league's popularity. Yeah, we have people, including uh, – Primetime Deion Sanders touting him for MVP. That's how big time he's been so far. You guys are big time. Must be a dream come true. You've done this before. Uh, just curious if y'all plan on letting Dave Fleming talk at all tonight, or is it just going to be the Golic show the whole time? Well, Dave may have to be careful of where he stands. They also put a field up here or part of a demo field for us to demo, but I have a feeling I'm going to take the little kid over here and wear him out because he doesn't listen to me, guys. You, you've been around him and around me. You'd think he would listen to me a little more of my wisdom, my years of wisdom. He's one of these millennials that's killing everything. He doesn't listen to his old man, so I'm going to take him over on that field. I'm going to wear him out. Dad's so old, he puts these and the before words that don't need them, so I'm going to go over there and kind of remind him that's not a thing that we do anymore, and Dave will do a good job of hopefully referencing this match. Look at man, he brought you in this world and he will take you out, okay? <laughs> so, <laughs> so don't even try. Appreciate it. Enjoy the call for Navy Temple, guys. We'll talk about Notre Dame right. some other time. With everything that's going on today, especially in, with the devastating injury news with Deshaun Watson, kind of hard to remember. It must be bittersweet for his Stone, uh, Houstonians, rather, that the Astros, they actually won the World Series last night. That did indeed happen. Uh, we have George Springer as your World Series MVP. Five homers in this series, tied a record with Reggie Jackson and Chase Utley. So, Mike, yes, was last night, was that more about the Houston Astros or, or the Dodgers who are getting lit up today, especially it's, you, Darvish? It's always both. I came into today going to lament you, Darvish's performance, wasting a clutch relief performance mm-hmm. from Clayton Kershaw, which I kind of called yesterday, or Dave Roberts' managerial mistakes. But after today, it's all about Houston. Should be all about Houston. Waited 55 years for this. The city needs it. Just a great story all around. So it's about Astros. Yeah, and, and taking pays off. Sam, Trust the process. Sam Hickey, he tweeted pretty much that. But, yeah, three for, to see a franchise go from losing 100-plus games three straight seasons to this, it's hope for everybody. So 25 homers in the series and then one grand slam after. You make me the happiest man in the world. 
Will you marry me? Will you marry me? Yes. <laughs> it goes like this. That is what you call a good day. Did you hear her? Did you hear how she screamed? I did. You bought yourself Carlos Correa. Not only did you buy her an amazing ring, you bought yourself a good six to eight months of nag-free relationship. Now, you know I usually don't like stadium proposals. You can't I'll even allow it. On that I'll allow it. And allow that, it. that rock was huge. One of the greatest proposals of all time. Congratulations. Awesome. Congratulations to Verlander and Kate Upton getting married this weekend. That's it for the six. Sports News on ESPN News. College Football Countdown is next. Later.